Welcome to the Leadership and Success Podcast with your host, Coach BZ. If you need to develop into a better leader, this podcast is for you. If you want to achieve a greater level of success, this podcast is for you. His mentor, Dr. John C. Maxwell, said it best, everything rises and falls on leadership. We hope to inspire you today and provide you with an insight that has the potential to positively impact the trajectory of your life. Welcome to the Leadership and Success Podcast. Hello, everyone. I'm very excited to be with you live today on LinkedIn. I have a very, very special guest today, uh, Thomas AI Nerd. Elfridge is uh, a serial entrepreneur, chief nerd officer at AI Nerd, but also the founder and chief executive officer at Instral.ai. He's also a member of the uh, Ford uh, Technology Council. Uh, welcome to the show, uh, AI Nerd. How are you doing today? I'm I'm doing well. A little under the weather, but I, I can still nerd out on your on on, on the behalf of leadership. Thank. Thank you. Thanks so much. I hope you, you do get uh, much uh, better soon. So this is about uh, leadership and success. And thank you so much for agreeing to be on the show. If we can start by you telling us uh, a little bit about your leadership journey, how you came to become a founder and uh, CEO and uh, uh, all of the great things you've done so far. How yeah, that, that's, uh, th- thank you, first of all, for having me on the uh, on the show. It's uh, This will be fun. So, um well, uh, how do I got to here? So, you know, I was, if I, I backed up a bit, I'm born kind of out of that dot-com range of time. I remember myself being a much better developer than I was, but uh, I was always very good at talking about technology. So it's taken me on a consulting career path advisory where, you know, you've gotten, I've gotten to work with lots of big companies uh, from a, an advisor standpoint, like a KPMG or a PwC Accenture to, uh, to industry. And, and if I just maybe just fast forward in the last seven, eight years when this intelligent automation AI push has really kind of happened, uh, I saw the the kind of connection between what this is going to do to business and technology and process and, and people and really dove in all, all in on it. And and once I made that motion, uh, you know, the career and, and the kind of the path took took the direction it's gone where uh, just become, you know, have developed an expertise in, in intelligent automation, AI innovations systems and as opportunities have presented themselves, uh, I've uh, you know taken advantage of that and acted upon that to to just become where we are to, where I am today. I wasn't probably wasn't really uh, scripted. It just yeah, you, you see the opportunity, you know a space, you go for the opportunities that present. Well, that is uh, quite uh, outstanding. What a sort of career you have had, and what what about you no? Know, I guess. Uh, Going ahead and founding a brand new organization, right? Being uh, a serial entrepreneur like yourself, what did that feel like for the very first time you kind of uh, started a uh, business and kind of what uh, did you learn from the very first enterprise you uh, started? Well, I, I would say, uh, you know, my first one was probably after the dot-com. I, I definitely played more golf than I should have and didn't focus enough on, <laughs> on building a business. But so I wouldn't probably put myself in the serial entrepreneur group. I, I would say I'm, it, you know, it's it's a beta version one of a, of a startup. Uh, but the, uh, the, the reason I started it was to solve a problem I saw with uh, content creation initially, where, you know, you know, it takes forever to create content. It's really expensive, too many people involved. Often the, the results are a bit dismal and not what you wanted to communicate or achieve. But the biggest piece, time and costs. And I was like, this has to be, 
something that can be solved or at least enabled with technology. And uh, if I, you know, I, said I ran an experiment on AINerd.com. Uh, you know, I got rid of all this perfectly written content, right, that took forever to write that, that no one in the world read and replaced it with hundred, hundreds of articles from uh, uh, an AI writing technology, a GPT-2. And lots of people read it, like it was thousands of views. And it really just kind of proved my hypothesis that AI can make you more relevant. Uh, then, and then I just applied some uh, best practices that I know in, in delivering intelligent automation, where you focus on accelerating the human with technology and at the right moment to affect democratization and change. And, and then I launched the company, and it's uh, it's become kind of the uh, the marketing arm for my own personal brand. And then I just started offering it as a service. Uh, what I do for my personal profile, I offer to others, so they can. Um, take a fixed kind of cost asset building approach to content and uh, relevance. Wow, that is pretty outstanding. That is really great. And then now uh, we are both on the uh, Forbes Technology Council. What was your journey like um, being uh, accepted or invited to the council with Forbes? Yeah, yeah absolutely. So as part of the, uh, so I started, it's relevant to, to some degree because I started that company in September of last year and then immediately started having the, the, the team and the technology start writing around intelligent automation. And because of that, at the same time, I was offered a position to build an, an intelligent automation practice uh, and a, a capability for, for system soft technology. So, you know, I, and I hold that role today too. And it, you know, part of that was because of content created, but because of that, you know, and, and as I started writing more and more and more uh, content, content, creating more posts, I was asked to apply. And because of the, the company I actually work for, uh, they they signed me up and they said, hey, yeah, you know, if you'd like to go do that, go do this. So uh, the, the journey has been fantastic. I only wish they, I could publish more. I can only publish like an article a month with them. Yes. Uh, but I could, I could probably give them four a day if they wanted to. But, uh, but you know, but it's been... <laughs> It's been a it's been a, a good journey. It's a great great platform, great network. Uh, I've been really happy with uh, with it. They don't actually edit our articles, which I think is pretty cool. Uh, it's a testimony, I think, to Instarel and what we're doing there. But uh, that's why I'm like, can we get these out faster? But uh, anyway, wow. but they, I like what they do, and and, and I've really enjoyed it. Uh, I, I've enjoyed being on the, the Forbes Tech Council just from a personal kind of brand, and uh, but also just the the network meeting you and other like a number of other people. Yes. I've really enjoyed it. How about you? Have, have you enjoyed it as well? Yes, especially the uh, networking. Yeah, I remember, I think it was maybe a month ago, you interviewed my, my CEO as well, which was pretty, pretty fun. Uh, it's uh, really, really cool. So you, you really create all of this uh, content and it's quite uh, engaging. Is that kind of part of the, the key? You have so many more followers than I do on LinkedIn and everywhere else. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I don't know. Uh, I mean, it's just good timing, but creating content, uh, that resonates with a variety of people is absolutely at core of getting people to want to follow you and interact and connect with you. Uh, the, the followers are interesting and I think maybe a little bit of a vanity metric, but truthfully, but the, the, the truth is, is kind of the, the amount of content you create and the type you create does matter and it helps how you engage with it. And so, you know, if you think of, and the last part is the consistency. So you have to be consistent with it. If you great, create great content that you only put out once a month, you're not going to get a whole lot of people reading it because you won't be in their feeds. But if you're doing really good content every day, you're going to be in a lot of people's feeds often. But then even after you do that, you still have to have with, with some kind of a sales motion where you need to engage with them. You need to follow up. You actually need to learn about the people that are learning about you. So if you go right from 
here's great content. Can I sell you something? It's not going to work. If you go from here's great content, can I learn a little bit more about you? You know, what, what, what can I do to help you? What kind of content would you like to write about? And, and, and not really try to sell them any services. It, it, it's a much more effective way. That is so true. And one of my mentors would say, right, uh, adding value to uh, people. And uh, that always uh, makes a uh, difference. So it's the part of the show now. I go through my uh, seven favorite questions. So number one, what is the greatest lesson you have learned so far? Oh, yeah. uh, I, I don't know if it's how to phrase this shortly, but I was so much smarter. I oh, know. I'm, I'm sorry. I knew so much more in my 30s than I did in my 40s. So getting past being a know-it-all and accepting you don't know anything. It's probably been the greatest lesson. Um, and that comes from having a mentor for sure. And someone kind of maybe harshly pointing it out that maybe you don't know as much as you, you think you do. Uh, and then once yes. you come to terms with that, uh, that helps you as a leader step up and go, you see the flaws in others uh, and help them coach through it to, to grow. But that was it. I realized I didn't know anything <laughs> and I still don't. So <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, be dumber, dumber. <laughs> I really love that. I think it was Socrates who said, right? The more I know, uh, the, the more I know I don't know anything. Uh, right. But that is, that is uh, so true. So what do you attribute to the uh, secret to your success? Uh, I, I would say at the core of it, it's a passion to, to, uh, that I centered a, a business solution around. So I really enjoy communicating and networking and interacting and sharing thoughts and, and learning from others. Uh, what their thoughts are and then, you know, and having an opinion on it. So I love doing that. So having a passion, um, you know, you take two exact people. If one has a passion for what they do, they will always outperform the other, uh, given that most things are equal. And they can even be not as equal as far as skills, but if they have a passion for it, they're going to win because they just nothing's going to stop them. So having a passion is, 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 is incredibly important. If you don't have the passion, you just, it won't, you'll, you'll, you'll flame out. Wow, that is uh, so important because even when I look uh, over my life, you know, I've all, not always been the smartest person in the room, but being consistent and passionate and really focused about whatever it is that you set your, your mind to do eventually. I think you're you're, all, you're often the smartest person in the room. <laughs> <laughs> so what is the greatest leadership advice you've ever received, you think? Uh, I think it was, it's, it's, on, it's on the idea of having a mentor, okay. is that you need one. But the type of one you, you need to pick is somebody who uh, doesn't control you, like meaning they're not like a two layers above you boss or they're in the same organization or they're somehow competitive. They're really somebody that you that will push you, tell you what you need to hear, not what you want to hear. But mm -hmm. literally it's been down the road and they have an actual, you know, tie it back to the, the passion. They have a passion to help people and they actually have a reason to want to help you. And it might just be because of friendship. It might be because of just who they are, but you have to have a mentor. So the best advice I'd say is get the right mentor and those will change over time. So you'll have some that'll get you so far and then you may see some of the shortcomings of your own mentor and know that you need somebody that has a different perspective or something bigger. And, and that's a weird motion, but you, you need to have a mentor uh, for where you are and what you're trying to accomplish, which comes back to the other pieces. You do need a goal to at least, you need a beacon of light to go chase a little bit. So. <laughs> But that'll, you need the mentor. That's the biggest uh, leadership advice is have one. Can't do it yourself. Yes, I definitely believe that's a master key for success for uh, sure. Uh, and uh, number two, what are you learning now? Whew. I am learning all about uh, balance, I would say, between, uh, you know, I, I've built a scalable company while I work full time for a company and having kids and trying to work out once in a while and, you know, have fun. So learning balance is uh 
is what I'm learning now. And, and, and it, with that comes mindfulness and, you know, how to slow down and be patient where you really, really, when you really don't want to be. And so <laughs> uh, finding balance is something that I've never been very good at. So I think that's probably just, well, uh, just life, business, everything, just it is balance. How do you, how do you keep it all together and drive forward full speed? Yes, that is that is a very very great lesson. Actually, one of my mentors uh, told me uh, it's not really about balance, but it's about integration. You have to integrate your your life in every area, and that's not it's easier to say than than not do, right? Especially if you're going to school, you have a, a family, like you say, working full time. For me, I also do uh, reserve duty, and sometimes I like right. to volunteer as well, and just uh, trying to focus on what's more important for you at that time and. Uh, yeah, it is. It is a challenge. So, what is the greatest investment you've made in in yourself? You think? Oh, I think it's uh, it's hard to say because it's it's really just comes down to knowing when you fundamentally need a change as a person, and then just doing it. And so, you know, in my thirties, I was always about making jokes and having fun and being liked. You know, and that doesn't really work in the professional environment too much where people, yeah, they like you, but they're never going to promote you because of that. They're, they're, you're, so learning when to change is the greatest investment is hmm. into yourself to know the self-reflective moment. If, if you want a one-liner is, is the greatest investment is understanding when you know, you need to make a change to, to advance either personally, professionally, whatever, and then doing it. And those, those moments always come. And sometimes you're like, yeah, I'm ignoring that. But at some point you need to do it or you just never grow. And, and that's, that's the biggest investment is just trusting that that's what needs to happen and just doing it. It's kind of hard. You're kind of pouring at your own tears or your own fabric, right? When you do it, but uh, you know, like a volcano that melts the uh, side of a, of a, of a, of, an, of, of the earth, right? Mm -hmm. New green things grow on it eventually. So don't be afraid to melt it a little bit and rebuild it. Wow. That's very, very insightful. And hopefully um, the uh, secret you talked about uh, having a mentor might help to kind of just help direct you. Definitely. Yeah. <laughs> wow. So uh, number three, uh, people don't usually talk about this, but it seems to me like uh, success and failure are really two sides of the very same coin. With all of the success you've had, I'm sure you've gone through some uh, failure as well. Uh, how has failure shaped your life? Yeah. Oh, I don't look at it as failure. I think the only failures would be when you don't try. Mm -hmm. So zero times any number is zero, I believe. And so yes. if you don't try, you don't get anything. Um, you get times at times a negative number if you just got to figure out what how to make that a positive later, right? Um, so I, I look at, uh, I truly look at when you didn't accomplish a goal, if, if that's called failure, then then what was the goal I should have accomplished or why, what factors got in the way to, and, and then change and adapt. And then I think the faster you can apply that, that model of learn, fail, you know, learn, learn fast and then, mm -hmm. you know, Fail fast if that's the right term. I don't like to use the word fail because I don't look at them that way. I really look at it as a learning and a way to step towards what you were trying to accomplish or reshape what the goal is you're trying to accomplish. Well, that is quite fascinating. Uh, John Maxwell once said, right, some, sometimes you win and sometimes you learn. So really a failure is an opportunity for you to, to really learn and uh, Im improve in some way. You know, if you can allow failure to be one of your teacher. I think failure can be a great teacher uh, in life. But uh, well, I I really like that. So for for number four, who do you know whom we should know? Who are you following now, and uh, who are some of the thought leaders or mentors you are into right now? 
I mean, I'm following your channel, left and right. If anybody out there is not following it now, I don't know what they're doing. I'll tell you what, that's like you're you're just missing out on life. At this point, you might as well just quit. Just you know, at that point, you just quit. No. Stop missing um, me. I know. But, <laughs> I will tell you. So on the AI front, you know, I, I was asked the other day of like, what what books did you read? And I think you have more books behind you than I've touched in my life. Um, I always joke, I don't know how to read. I just know how to talk. So. I do follow uh, Swiss Cognitive. I, I really like their platform, and I and I follow the AI Journal. Um, and this is specific around my you know, my industry. You know, if you know, and uh, you know, I read all the stuff on Forbes and things like that. I, I really try to find uh, where people are centered around the topics that I like, and then get to know the people in it as well. So, uh, but yeah, de definitely following Swiss Cognitive AI Journal. Uh, you know, and your show, of course, no doubt. Cool. Yeah, uh, actually, many of people who follow me will definitely be uh, giving that a, uh, a chance. It's, it, is, it is really cool. So it looks like AI is really just getting started, right? What are your thoughts? I mean, it's been around. Yeah, it's been, it's been around since the 60s. <laughs> so it's way. the compute power that's finally caught up. Um, I believe uh, it's probably been going on a little bit fuller in, you know, state-sponsored things and, you know, at, at different levels. But what you're seeing is more and more business applications having, you know, machine learning and other pieces that's being called AI in it. But yes. to answer your question short, yeah, it's still, it's still quite nascent. Uh, but I believe it'll, it'll grow up to be a really big kid soon uh, with the compute power and, and, and just the money that's being poured into it. So there's no doubt about it. The, the real question, and I really believe, I mean, the real question is it's not going to take away jobs. It's really going to create a ton. So, I think that's the indicator to me. I don't think it's created a ton of jobs yet. And I think that's when you see it's that that's why, you know, it's not completely mature because it's yeah. there's so much new getting created around. It. And once you see this big rise of, Oh wow, we're, you know, there's a 900% void on engineers in the AI space. Now, you know, it's, it's starting to really grow and we haven't yes. quite seen that yet. You're just seeing the, the early stages of that. That's why I think it's still a little bit new from, from where it is today. Yeah. And what about the education system in the U.S.? It seems to me like we are still teaching our students, our kids uh, about you know, a world that no longer exists. Like my daughter now, she's studying like music and art and all of that psychology, which is wonderful. But it seems like the education system is so far behind where we are now. Like they're not really getting the skills that employers are going to need like as soon as they graduate. I don't know. What, what are your, yeah. your thoughts on that? I mean, if I, if I think back of how smart I was and how much I knew in my 20s again, right, uh, I would say no one comes out of college ready for what an employer really needs. <laughs> so uh, the, the real skill sets, I believe, are still the propensity to learn, creativity, uh, you know, some kind of mindfulness, caring, patience to, to work with others, uh, and just that passion and drive. I, and though you can't teach those things. You can only enable them by find, helping people find those things. So. I, I don't know enough about honestly the American education system to really have an opinion on it. I think I think there's probably better ways. I wouldn't know how to solve that for sure, uh, but it's got to be more dynamic for sure. Like you know, it's yes. learning how to solve problems that are rapidly changing needs to be part of a curriculum for sure. Um, but yeah, I mean, <laughs> we can go down a whole rabbit hole of, of current workforce and and sure. the majority. I don't want to generalize everybody, but but they're passionate to, to to work. I, I mean, it, this is your show, so I would love you on the path that you see it in the military reserve and, and your frustration yeah. probably at times with 20 somethings there. But um, no, I, I think I probably could use updated as anything. You know, if we're still printing textbooks and learning out of textbooks, unless it's history, 
it probably <laughs> should be online. And, and, and yes. so anyway, I, yeah, long winded answer to say, I really don't yeah. know, except you, you need to be, you need to be creative, <laughs> flexible, and you better be able to adapt very quickly. Yeah. Um, yeah, especially when it comes roles. to like uh, technology, computer science, it looks like by the time the book is printed, it's pretty much already obsolete, right? Uh, in many ways. But and anyway, so another question I have for you is, uh, if you could choose three people, right? They don't have to be alive. Even people from from history is fine. But three people you want to have dinner with, who would you choose and why? Whew. Probably should have prepared this answer. <laughs> uh, I mean, I uh, you know. I, I don't want to go down the religious path, but how do you not take some of the <laughs> the, the so-called figures? So, but we'll leave that one off. That I don't do polarizing topics unless I'm talking about magnets, of course, and that's an attractive conversation. <laughs> but anyway, um, I would love to have met Einstein. Mm. I think that would have been a humorous, interesting uh, piece. You know, if I could stay a little bit more modern, I would think I would have loved to have met. Uh, uh, <sighs> I think it would have been fun to meet like a Johnny Carson, a humor, mm -hmm. somebody who just in the humorous in life that just did a television show forever. Um, and, and it would have been fun to meet maybe uh, George Washington, like a founding father of the country, <laughs> to be like, okay, here's how it really was. And like, you know, here's all the personalities. And yes. anyone, and, and really kind of meet like these historical figures, a comedian, and then someone who's just brilliant, right? Mm -hmm. uh, I think that would be fun to keep it a little more modern. I mean, that's a too short a list. That's an unfair cool. question. No, no, I would have liked to met uh, like you for dinner. Even we could, we could start just saying, so you know, we're, we're all virtual. I could go back. <laughs> so, okay, talking about becoming virtual, what do you think about this metaverse? Right, uh, Facebook is gonna be all um, going into this metaverse world soon. They already changed the name of their uh, company, so that's that's coming soon, yeah. isn't it? It's probably gonna be a lot of users. I mean, there's there, a. Right? I, I think. I, I think you're competing right now with like a 13,000 person a live event on LinkedIn about it that I'm going to, I'm going to switch over to right after this. Um, but no, it's a, it really, it's a, I mean, I have a, you know, a quest Two uh, that is amazing and it's still, you know, it's big. I can't imagine when they become just glasses. And so I'm, I think the metaverse is going to be a very cool place to live and be and uh, virtually, so to speak, and, and interact. And I think uh, it, the power of AR VR is, uh, it's going to have a really cool effect on business entertainment for sure. Um, and uh, just, just how we interact with, you know, a grocery store. If we ever go to grocery stores, I, at this point, I'm just <laughs> reserved a full on Amazon. If anybody can bring me things yeah. and I don't have to leave my basement, that sounds awesome. Becoming like a, what is it? Yeah. Like a hobbit. Well, that's not a hobbit. What's a person who never hermit. I'm yeah. becoming a hermit. <laughs> and I yeah, don't want to leave. That's pretty, pretty amazing. Right? Because with Amazon, I remember back in the 90s, one big thing they started doing is free shipping. Free, free shipping. At the beginning, no taxes at, at all until California and some of the other states starting to uh, want a piece of the, of the pie, rightfully so. But now it's like within an hour or two hours, you can pretty much get whatever you want. It's amazing, huh? I love it. Uh, I do. <laughs> Tornadoes uh, don't like it, but, but they don't like distribution centers. But they, uh, yeah. They, uh, I, I will tell you that you know if they can solve distribution and the fact that you know like, well, they have really like you know they, we lost a whole distribution center. You know, and some people like obviously were we are, were killed yeah. in that. And, but but they didn't. But as a company, it didn't break, right? It didn't destroy yes. their company. It did, you know, as horrible as that is, they they've really figured out logistics and they're continually figuring it out. And just what the the company's done is amazing. Yeah. I find it's funny though. You see kids, you know, 10 year olds going, Oh man, Amazon takes too long. 
And I'm like shaking my head, looking at him like, what? We have, why can't then why can't we go to the store to get it? I'm thinking, that's that's crazy how they're thinking back. Like, I want it now. And I'm like, okay, different issue. But I'm like, how about we get it delivered now? Let's not go to any store. Anyway, so, you know, it's, just, it's amazing, the perspective. Absolutely. So question number five, uh, what have you read that we should read? What are some of the best books you've read uh, recently? <laughs> well, since I don't know how to read, um, <laughs> I will tell you, I, I really, I, I haven't really read a book in a while, excuse me, no, um, is uh, I, I really haven't read too many uh, business books in, recently. I, I just, I don't, I can't find the time. I will tell you like, mm-hmm. you, I, what I do read are quite a few articles on, on Swiss Cognitive, on AI Journal, on Forbes. Mm-hmm. And if you read anything, I, in the, in the idea of, of your, uh, education question, read current up-to-date content that's being produced on, you know, on uh, your favorite blogs. I mean, mm-hmm. you can check out the Instarel.ai one. You know, this show is not sponsored by Instarel.ai, not yes. sponsored. But I would, I would read, I'd read current trade publications on, uh, on the Forbes, Swiss Cognitive, mm-hmm. AI Journal. This stuff. If you want to learn about those technologies, those are really good places to do it. And also, shameless plug time. You could just watch some interviews on on the AI Nerd YouTube channel. So that that's yes. a shameless plug thrown, thrown right in there. No, th- that is uh, quite a a, uh, a great point, right? Because uh, I think when I was growing up, the the idea, especially my parents' generation, you go to school, you learn, and that's it. You're done with learning, and now it's time for you to work for one company or two for like the next twenty years, and then you kind of retire, <laughs> right? Like if you are in tech today, Silicon Valley is just imp- impossible right you have to, to keep learning like yesterday i was at the security conference and and sometimes i don't really learn anything new or shattering or something but i get an insight about some type of problem i may be work, working on now and like make new connection as uh, well so just having that uh mindset of learning whether it's a blog or a podcast you no know, like the ai nerd youtube channel or one one of those things sometimes even if it's just like a 15 20 minute show you can really get an insight an idea that could literally yep. uh, change your life or, or make your life much, much uh, better. And another thing I, I have learned, I think it was from Tony Robbins, one of my mentors, is to kind of use uh, net time, right? No extra time, because you do not have time to do everything you want to do. And sometimes you can like listen uh, to books like Audible. I love Audible. Let's say shameless plug. I guess Amazon purchased them if you if you years back. But yeah. just list, listening to to books for like 30 minutes uh, a day or while you are working out or exercising or driving or whatever. I think Brian Tracy, another one of my mentors, we used to talk about um, turning your vehicle into like a university on a wheel. So you are reading and listening to books when you you're doing something something else. But uh, yeah, it's 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 really great to have that mindset of uh- you know. I have more I'll add one in there. Another one is abstract.com, which it summarizes tons of uh, business books. Uh, they do a really good job with this. Nice. So that's another one if you want like kind of the, the, the meat and, you know, the, the most salient points of certain business books. That's a, that's a good service to use as well. Nice. Uh, thank you so much for uh, sharing. So uh, question number six, then, uh, what have you done that we should do? What is one action you've taken that has positively uh, impacted your life? Well, absolutely. So, uh, and, and this will sound like shameless plug, but it also is true. Uh, I stopped. I, 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 you know, I started a company basically to outsource my idea content creation. So it's still my ideas and still things I, I create, but I have a whole team that does it and helps me basically scale social media and relevance on online. So I've gone from uh, thirty hours a week, probably in 
yeah, probably 30 hours or so a week in social media down to maybe an hour or so a week Wow, um, in there. Um, and I can spend more time if I want to, or I'm in there, but the truth is it produces a ton of content, allows me to have, you know, a full-time job. So, and, and other things to do in life. And, and, and the, the short answer to that is scale your, your digital relevance as best as you can to some, to some level, because it's not actually your goal is to create an article or engage with it or post mm -hmm. it. It's really to either find a new job or get a new lead or, you know, sell a book or whatever you're trying to do. That's the goal. So try to get away from the operational things to do that and work on the thing you want to do. A, a mentor of mine once said, and I use it all the time, so I'm stealing it. He said, you know, the only thing that matters is where you get revenue today and where you're going to get it tomorrow. Wow. And if something doesn't directly support that right now, don't do it. <laughs> so I, I look That's at some of the sales great. operation tasks and, and that is being online and posting and creating and engaging. Those are operational mm -hmm. nature. Um, you get free yourself of that. And, and once I did, I really kind of took off because they gave me more time to do podcasts and interviews and think, create a white yes. space for me to think strategy and add value in different ways. Wow. That, 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 that is really awesome. Thank you so much for sharing. Is there a book in the work? Am I hearing it between the lines? You working on a book? Yes, yes. I'm sure I will at some point. <laughs> at some point. <laughs> yes, it'll probably, yes, it'll probably be called Never Been Promoted because I've never been promoted <laughs> in my life. Wow. Okay. Whenever the book is published, I need to have you back here for, for sure. Now, a, a more serious question. If you had one and only one day to live, what would you have liked your final contribution to be? Oh my God. Oh, I'm, you know, it's so, I would honestly be like, if I could just teach my kids to be kind and just continue kindness, just if those three can kind of start it and go read teach three, then you're on the path to help a billion people. Right. So wow. just selfishly internally, I want my kids to know kindness and how to, how to give it to others at the, at the core. If they do that, I think they'll, uh, they'll be happy and then they'll spread a little, I can do my part relative to the world. I'm not, yes. I'm not a big enough thinker to think I would, I wish I could have helped a billion people. And that's, it's just not based in reality, but I think I could do that one. I think that was my last day. I want them to, to come out saying, we'll be kind. That is, that is. They struggle, wonderful. they struggle with it, Bob. They, they, yes. they struggle with it. So we have to, <laughs> <laughs> we got to get them. That'd be the one. That is, I think that is, that is so important, even at work, right? When you talk about uh, culture, a lot of very smart people in Silicon Valley, but just being, nice kind uh, and just emotionally aware right of your neighbor and uh, things but yeah okay that is that is a very very great answer thank you so finally uh, we're almost out of time but how can we add value back to you what could we do to make a difference Whew. well honestly just teach me about what you do i mean so if, if you have a cool service product or you're trying to accomplish something on uh, in the digital AI world, you know, I, I do a bit of mentoring for some uh, for some startups. If you just want to have a conversation, so I can learn more about you, I that that's my that's what I would say is you, you go to the Calendly, was it Calendly.com/slash/instarel mm -hmm. and set up set up 25 minutes with me and tell me about what you do, um, and and just network and be honest with it. And you know, if there's something I can do for you uh, at that point, we'll figure it out. But I'd rather learn. I'd rather learn a little bit more about, uh, you know, some of your audience and what they're, what they're up to and where they have struggles or how I can help as well. So just, just reach out and we'll see how I can help, help you. Outstanding. Thank you. Thank you so much for uh, your time. Uh, Thomas, AI nerd, Elf Rich, really appreciate it. And, uh, 
uh, yes, and people who follow me, I think many of them are already following you. Uh, you have more than five times um, the followers I have, so I, I need to catch up with you somehow. But uh, uh, thank you. Thanks so much for the time. You've been extremely uh, generous uh, today. So uh, this is it for our show uh, this morning. Until uh, next time, this is uh, Coach Busy, and uh, see you for the next uh, episode. Thank you for listening to the Leadership and Success Podcast with your host, Coach BZ. If you like what you heard, please subscribe to our channels and come back for more wisdom nuggets on how you may develop into a better leader and achieve greater levels of success. Leadership is the most critical skill. The world will always need leaders to lead others, deploy the next disruptive technology, or execute a business strategy. You may as well decide on counting yourself among the 21st century leaders. See you right here next time on the Leadership and Success Podcast with Coach BZ.